Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the burbs of L.A., this is So I Married a Movie Geek. Welcome to So I Married a Movie Geek. I'm Chrissy McQueen. Justin Winters is here too. If you have not listened to our podcast before, well, you're in for a treat. Justin is the self-professed movie geek of the cast, and I have lived under a rock for the last 30 years. So this movie podcast is all about watching movies that most of you have seen that I haven't. Sometimes they're great. Sometimes they're less than great, but it's always fun. Did I sum it up, Jess? That was a great intro, Chris. Kudos. Hey. Kudos. You're welcome. Very peppy. Well, you know, I had energy. To, I had to give you a good one because I feel like you often look at me uh, asconce when I'm giving the intro, kind of like, what is she talking about? Or why isn't she saying XYZ? So I wanted to give you a good one. No. Uh, uh, what did you say I said? What, what was I? What is she talking about? What kind about? of look? Askance or asconce. Asconce? Yeah. Nope. No Wisconsin okay. this week. Great job. Thanks. Kudos. I again. try. <laughs> what's up? So what's up, Chris? So I don't know if you've noticed, obviously, this being an audio podcast, no one at home has noticed, but I got some nose issues going on. Poor Justin. <laughs> so falling apart. Some people are prone to nosebleeds, but Justin, for the past maybe six months, I feel like you've had a lot more. I feel... I'm like Jeff Goldblum in The Fly. Like, I'm slowly falling apart. It's a little worrisome. It's, I mean, you might look back at this and, like, I'm a huge fly monster and you're like, I should have known. I should have seen the signs. He's, he's, Um. he was falling apart then. (laughs) I just kept it on podcasting, even though he had the tissue straight up his nose. I will tell you, it is a little bit distracting. Do you feel hot? Is this hot? It's really is this hot. Does this make you hot? Oh boy! It's really look, hard look to me. take you look, seriously. Look at me now. <laughs> when you look like you have a tampon coming out of your face. Oh, I think we've talked about that before on a, a podcast. Like, if I'll use whatever I need, if it's a, p- a tampon, uh, tissues, it would probably work stuff, better. Stuff it up, man. It works. I mean, it really does look like you have a tampon coming out of your nose. The way you have the the tissue rolled. <laughs> well. Like I said, whatever works. Well, it's a good thing we're not discussing like Schindler's List. Then it would be really weird. Well, this shows you how dedicated I am. You are very dedicated. <laughs> Nobody can take that away from you. So what are we doing this week, Chris? Well, it's this is ex- a weird week. It's a weird week, but it's an exciting week. Ooh, Ooh. okay. Weird, but exciting. Go, yeah. go ahead. Well, it's a weird week just for us um, personally with scheduling and travel and kids. And there's a lot going on right now. Bloody noses. Yeah. We've got your bloody nose. We've got... Um, different like holidays coming up we've got camden our son's birthday and then later in the month we have our wedding anniversary which is kind of exciting holy crap quick how many years have we been married oh god oh god eight years there you go the ocho the great ocho El ocho yeah i mean with this podcast being called so i married a movie geek it's it's always nice to take a look back and remember that it happened. Hashtag it happened. And uh, 
We didn't have a big wedding like most people. We had uh, an intimate ceremony. 2009. In 2009 in San Francisco's City Hall. If you haven't been, it's gorgeous. It's not like a City Hall like you would think of, like a courthouse. It it basically looks like a big old rotunda and it's beautiful. It looks beautiful. Yeah. It looks like an uh, Italian... Uh, Catholic cathedral Catholic or something. Catholic cathedral, or, yeah. Yeah. You walk through, you're like, Vanessa, mwah, right. mwah, mwah. But we were, you know, young, broken, fabulous. So we were like, okay, well, what do we want to do here? Like go into debt to have a wedding or do we want to like invite a couple of our really close friends to join us and stand up for us as we did this? So so that's what we did Yeah, all those years ago. Saved so much money, had a, a grand old time with a beautiful gal Looked like a princess. My mom did look good that day. You look, Chrissy looked like a princess. <laughs> oh, thanks. I was like, damn. I did not. I was sweating bullets because I was expecting everything to go wrong. And it did. They spelled my name wrong on our marriage certificate. Our photographer didn't even show up till like an hour after. And we had already happened. kicked him out, but then he was trying to like surreptitiously take pictures of us. It was so weird. So, wasn't without a few bumps in the road, but overall, it went splendidly Chris I loved it <laughs> and then after we went to an Italian restaurant and then after that we went to karaoke in uh, Chinatown Chinatown mm-hmm. big trouble in little Chinatown at the karaoke joint that was awesome too we didn't rent a car so everywhere we went with all of our family and friends we had to take a cable car or we had to uh, to get from the airport I think we took a shuttle but I remember that like our whole family our group just took up the entire cable car like oh here we are waiting on the corner and now we're taking over yeah, it was like a gang going about San Francisco. We were like the warriors, you know. It was kind of a cool way to do a destination Come wedding other than play. like Hawaii. What? I said it's a cool way to go about the whole destination wedding motif yeah. without going to, you know, Hawaii or some more obvious. Yeah. We wouldn't do you we we wouldn't do you that way, family. We're not going to make you go all the way to Hawaii just to see us get married. I think I ever have to make somebody to go to Hawaii, Justin. Like, <laughs> I'm going to force you to go somewhere awesome. But the point being is uh, we decided because later this month we're going to be celebrating. Around the time of our anniversary, we're going to be celebrating. Celebrate. Can you say it with a face? A good, uh, straight face. Uh, the new Alien movie's coming out. So we've got to talk about that. Like, got to talk about that. So Wait, what? <laughs> I thought you were going to say we're going to be busy celebrating our son's birthday because he's born two days before our anniversary. No, three amazing things are happening that weekend. Our son's birthday, our wedding anniversary, and the release of the new Alien movie. All in the same weekend, Chris. It's like a celebration of riches. It's you need... You know, you like, need to like, like I'm looking around like, oh, what, what amazing other thing is going to happen that weekend out of the blue? You need to boomerang win, my face right we now. We could and turn win it to the lottery, Chrissy. We could win the lottery. It could happen to us. So, just believe. So when we go on our on our wedding anniversary date, since we never ever get to go on dates, uh huh. Are you dragging me to Alien? <laughs> well, we can do something that Monday is our our actual anniversary. Correct. We could do something that night, sure. But Friday is when Alien comes. <laughs> <laughs> and when's our date? We could do Friday and Monday night. But when is the date that you have already picked out for us that we said, you said, oh, we have a babysitter. We're going out. Both. We can make it happen. Oh, I can make no. it happen, Chrissy. You're trying to have I'm your so cake excited. and eat it too. Why can't we both have cake, Chrissy? We could both have cake. This is a celebration of us. Ah! 
Okay, so like I said, we'll make it happen. Um, so 2009, we got married. So we thought this week for the show, we would take a, a trip back. So take a trip back to us. Chrissy, do you have your trip back gear? Are you, are you all I was going to say music. Is there like... Do no, wait, you want wait, wait. Me- Hold on. Okay. We're take back. We're, we're, we're in 2009 now. Just look around. It's a different... It's a whole different time. It's wonderful. Barack Obama we in, is president. We were in our 20s. Oh my we God, were we younger. Were... You know, we... we There was a glint in our, in our eye. I our think eyes. we were a few pounds lighter and tanner and... Less gray hair. Exactly. Exactly. So, man. Um, so, not, so, yeah, Barack Obama, <laughs> he was inaugurated 44th president. Um, I don't know if you remember this, but Circuit City closed down all 567 of its U.S. stores. Oh, I do remember that. It was a sad day in mm-hmm. January. Mm-hmm. It was there, Chrissy, and then it wasn't. I know. I know. I'm so upset. <laughs> uh, the P- Pittsburgh Steelers won. They're six Super Bowl defeating the Arizona Cardinals 27 to 23. Do you remember that, Chrissy? Nope. Nope. Do you remember Captain Phillips? He was taken over by his his ship was taken over by Somali pirates. There was a Tom, oh, yeah, there was the, a Tom Hanks movie. Thing. Yeah. That happened in April of 2009. I remember the pirates thing. And then it leads it all up to June 25th. Where were you, Chrissy? Because that is the the day that American entertainer pop star of all time, Michael Jackson, died. I was at work and I literally walked across our our kids' playroom floor, not like our kids, but where I work. I was like, Chris, and I and, <laughs> kids didn't come till later. And I marched myself up to the teachers who were teaching and I very quietly said, Michael Jackson's dead. Mm-hmm. And one of them is obsessed with Michael Jackson, also named Justin, by the way. And he basically looked at me like I was crazy or kidding or why would I play, play such a terrible prank on him in the middle of a, a class? And I'm like, no, he's really dead. Oh, he man. was very sad. It was a sad day. Sad, sad day. Bittersweet. I was working at a place at the time where we pretty much had to, that was our whole day and then the next couple of days after it. So we had to like revel in it, just revel in everything. And I, uh, w- when I first moved out to LA, I worked on the, two-hour uh, True Hollywood story of Michael Jackson. So I, I still have some PTSD from those days. and the Yeah, it really crazy, affected you. Crazy stories of, of the Jackson 5 and stuff. It was two days before your birthday, too. So I remember you being like, happy birthday to me, Michael Jackson's dead. I'm like, I don't think that he died on purpose like before your birthday. <laughs> but you were very upset about it. It was, very, it was a bummer. I know. Bummer. Um, tell me if you remember any of these uh, very popular songs from 2009. Mm-hmm. This is going to go down the list. Ready? Yeah. Number one on the Billboard top charts for 2009, Boom Boom Pow by the Black Eyed Peas. I got that Boom Boom Pow. Yeah. Two, Poker Face by Lady Gaga. Pa, 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 ca- yeah. And three, Just Dance by Lady Gaga. Just Dance. Got, it's just face. Black Eyed Peas. Black Eyed Peas also has I Got a Feeling at number four. That was a big song. Love Story by Taylor Swift. Uh, right round by Florida. I don't know that one. I'm yours at number seven by Jason Mraz. That was our song. That is the quintessential white person love song at the time. Yeah, it was. Can, can't you imagine us like sixth grade slow dancing to that too after our wedding? I'm yours. Yeah, we went like 
couple couple skate. (laughs) Like the lights go down and then like the twirly, you know. We're in Chinatown doing karaoke and we're like, do you have Jason Mraz? Uh, No, at our karaoke for our wedding, we were doing uh, The Little Mermaid. Uh, soundtrack. Oh, we did we, do we Little doing Mermaid. Gangsta's Paradise, another great. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Um, Glory of Love by Peter Cetera. I sang to Chrissy very, very did. drunkly. Um, Single Ladies by Beyonce, Heartless by Kanye West, and Gives You Hell by the All American Rejects. Gosh. Those are some couple of not good songs in there. Couple not, but a couple of them that I think. I still hear on the radio with some frequency that I'm like, that was eight years ago? doesn't feel like it. Right? It's crazy. Like 2009 feels like just yesterday. It really does. But also feels like forever ago. If you think about it, for me, in terms of like kids or it's like it's a BC uh, AD, for me it's like before kids (laughs) or after kids. When I think of it like that, then yes, it does seem like a very long time ago. But like when you start talking about Michael Jackson or those songs, I'm like, oh yeah, those songs I hear a lot. So it doesn't seem that long ago until... It's like when we had kids, we like jumped on like a double pronged rocket, you know, and just went... Mm-hmm. And that's what happened to our faces. Like we're just like trying to hold on, and the G forces are making G-forces me like slowly is... melt. Exactly. <laughs> I was talking about being Jeff Goldblum from The Fly earlier. It all makes sense now. It starts, you know, it starts with the the nosebleed. My shoulder feels like it's about to fall off mm-hmm. completely. I'm a hot mess too. I feel you. Chrissy, Chrissy's over there. Just I don't know. I mean, she's just keeping it together. Chrissy took a shower for the first time in a week. So I feel really good right now. But if that gives you an indication of what my regular life is like. How are you guys at home? That's the main point. I know you guys are like, oh, enough about all this. Enough, so enough now about I know your about life. all about their wedding and that Chrissy has poor habits as far as hygiene. So other than talk about our main film, uh, which we'll talk about in a little bit, we thought it'd be fun to go back and look at the films of 2009. Right? Yes, of course. So we went back and I looked at the list on... Uh, the wiki, Wikipedia, wiki, wiki. which is always good for that, and uh, found that there were a ton of great movies in 2009. Yep. Not only that, I was like, I actually saw a lot of these movies. That's what I was just this is say. crazy. We saw these movies. Ah, uh, the way we, we were, were when we could watch movies Scattered in the theater. Pictures. So, uh, <laughs> we, so we got our own personal favorite, like top favorite five of 2009. And then we have like a worst of 2009. I know. So, Chrissy? Yeah. We're going to go to you first. What was your, out of your top five favorite movies of 2009, what was that number five for you? Um, It's it's always hard for me to be honest with you to put these things in order. Be honest, Chrissy. Just lay it all out to me. No, I'm not. I'm not being... I'm not being un... Titanic didn't release and re-release in 2009, so I know it's not that... I well the reason why I say I have a hard time with these sort of things is a a lot of times things are kind of on the same level playing field for me where I'm like I kind of like these sort of the same so it's hard for me to say like this comes before this but I digress. Uh and the other thing is things I really liked at the time that now when I look back I'm like eh, like I really really liked it but is that one of my absolute favorites? I don't know. I'm not holding your hand over a fire to this list or anything. Like I know, we're not I putting know. it to like okay. a, I know, a I bank know. vault. I know. I know. Okay, go ahead. All right, number five was Avatar for me. Okay, cool. James Cameron. No, only the the you know 
highest selling movie of all time. Yeah. No biggie. I appreciated its message. It was obviously very well made. Yes. Um, James Cameron, as I have now said, ad nauseum is a fantastic I was just joking director. about Titanic, Chrissy. You're like, oh. No, I know. I know, but that's why it was funny. So, I, you know, there are so many reasons to put this on the list. That being said. Did it come out in December? I thought a little before that. I remember did we see it, it together? in North Carolina. Yeah. I think we did the see theater. it together. Yeah. I think we saw it with my mom. We saw it with Mamma. And Mamma. I sat next to Mamma. Holy hell, I remember it now. That's one of those where you should never forget yeah. uh, seeing it in the theater. Right. I don't know if I've even seen it since, since it was in the theater. That's what I meant. So that's Do I want to see it since it was in the theater? There's four more coming. Do you know oh that? Oh my gosh, there's so many. Oh, geez. Gird your loins. <laughs> there's four more coming. So yeah, I mean, I do want to see it again. I don't think it probably will it resonate did, as well as it did when I saw it the first time for me. I mean, I don't know how you can, like, how can you up the ante technologically from then, from, it was in 2009, to yeah. now, the next one is coming out in a couple years. Like, you were the avatar then. Like, how do you, like, what's next? What's, what is next, Chrissy? I, I don't know. I, James Cameron's going to figure out a way to, like, blow wind on your face. Like, <gasps> he's going to stand there and blow on you while you're watching the movie. <laughs> They're going to disperse, like, multiple multiplicity James Cameron and disperse him in theaters nationwide yes. to blow on your face. Interesting. Yep. Are you excited about four more? Four more? That seems There's a little four excessive. more. They just announced the dates. It's like it goes to like 2027 or Jesus something crazy Christ. like that. Wow. Like we're really like it's going to be crazy. Like we're going to be like, oh, I don't like know if I'm nursing a, home age by I'm then. I'm excited to see all four, but I mean, I look forward to seeing how they turn out. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and cheat right off the bat. Okay. My number five is actually three movies. And the reason for that being is I just couldn't choose between the three. See? It's and hard. The, and they're all very samey in that they were small. Um, I don't know if they're indie, but low-budget movies that Chrissy and I saw together. I bet you I know what one of them is, but go on. Uh, so the first one is a movie called Triangle. Yes. Which is a movie that like very few people have I mean, I think a lot of movie geeks have seen Triangle, but very few people outside of movie geeks mm-hmm. have ever seen love this movie. So it's a movie about this woman. Uh, I kind of explain it as like a Twilight Zone episode, feature length size, basically. Sure. Of this woman who gets kind of caught in this Bermuda Triangle, how would you say, time loop type situation, Chris? I think that's actually the perfect way to put it, yes. And so it involves, you know, you know how we love Quantum Leap and sliders and shit like that yeah if you love movies like or if you love tv shows like that and you love twilight zone and like freaky shit seek out triangle from 2009 i remember you having my mom watch that movie yeah you were like kathy you have to come over and watch this because she loves twilight zone yes she does and And she loved uh triangle too yeah it was right up her alley she and she loved it so it's also one and you could we had an episode where we talked about it it's it's one where you if you watch it with, with someone you have to talk about it right like right there, yeah. right when you finish it. I feel like it's like a precursor to Black Mirror. Uh, number two, Orphan from 2009. Oh my God, Orphan. Guys, if you haven't seen Orphan, <laughs> what was her name? What was the girl's name in Orphan? Oh gosh, I don't remember now. Oh, I should have looked back. Um, basically, and and I think the guy who, the director of the new It uh, movie that's coming out later this year, directed this movie called Orphan about this girl 
Was she uh, like re- like uh, adopted by family? She had like a a cra- like a her her past was very shady. Yeah, they didn't know much about it. They brought her in, and she uh, is not what she everyone thinks she is. And mm-hmm. chaos ensues. Dun dun dun. Oh, love that movie. Orphan. Last one is Splice. Which, Splice. which way <laughs> back in the day, uh, we did an episode on because Chrissy and I went and saw it in the theater and we literally laughed about it for like the next three hours straight. <laughs> it's one of those movies, Splice, uh, starring, uh, what's his name? The guy from The Pianist. Uh, Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody. You're right. Oh. And Sarah Polly from Avonlea. And Sarah Polly. If you like freaky sci-fi shit... If you like uh, unintentional, uh, funny scenes, mm-hmm. uh, check out the check out Splice if you've never seen it. You need to. Anyway, I just cheated. Those are my number fives. What's your number four, Chris? God, it's, I, I wish I would have known that I could have cheated, Justin. Because you, you can go ahead and cheat number four. This is look, look. This is our podcast. We can do whatever <laughs> we want. Look, I've got t- <laughs> tissue stuffed up my nose. You do have tissue stuffed up your nose. Um, it's the human centipede. I'm just kidding. It's definitely not the human centipede. Did that come out in 2009? Yes. Oh, that would be amazing if you did pick that. I know. It's a, I just wanted to say it. Just I couldn't even get it out without go, you know, going on. Go ahead. About how I'm kidding. But um, A or B, A or B, A or B. Okay, fine. Inglorious Bastards. Holy hell. I'll just go ahead and spoil it. That's my number three. Ah, it's so good. Well, that's why I was like A or B because I'm like, where do I put it? Here or here? But uh, I love this movie. Quentin Tarantino is a fantastic director, as everyone well knows, but I didn't discover him until much later. In fact, this might be the second Tarantino film that I'd ever seen. And it blew me away. I saw this you know, way before I saw Pulp Fiction. Yeah, you're giving me this look like what? But I, was I trying did. to remember back. We watched Pulp Fiction for the show, so I yes. don't I don't know when when it was. I'm not sure either. You've but definitely seen Pulp Fiction. Yes, you've seen. We saw Inglorious Bastards together. And um, hasn't seen Reservoir Dogs no. or Jackie Brown. No, but I saw the one with Leo. Saw she did see Django and Unchained. Django, yeah, which I also enjoyed. Okay, but this this might have been the first actually. Then so what 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 stood out about this movie that you loved? Do you remember Nazis? Of course. <laughs> Softball over the plate. Chrissy knocks it out of the park. Chrissy, see, this is the thing. You're like, no, 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 no. That's not how it is. But you're like, turn around and you're like, Nazis. Well, I do that first of all because giggles. And second <laughs> of all, because I do. But this one, they got their riddance. I know. Yes. And, oh, Christoph Waltz. He the, When you ask me what stands out. Holy God, the first five, ten minutes of the movie, his whole first opening sequence where he goes into the village, into that one um, house. I mean, I, I'm i surprised I didn't pee my pants. I don't know how I didn't pee my pants. Gotta be in in like the top five, who is this guy of yes. all time in movies? Oh God, he was good. And, and, and from there on, I mean... We joke all the time about me falling asleep during movies. This was like the anti-movie. No matter, I could, it could have been four hours, and I would have been like on the edge of my seat. What's happening? Where, where are they going? Uh, we're, we're so good. Huge, huge uh, fans of the Fastbender, and he's yes. obviously amazing in that movie as well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, great movie, Glorious Bastards, on both of our lists. Hey, thanks. Uh, at number four for me, I think we saw all these together. Uh, is uh, Sam Raimi's Drag Me to Hell? Uh, which is a... I remember that one. Um, It's about the girl who is... I forget. She's cursed. 
she's cursed somehow and she her remember her boyfriend's justin long played by justin long and the whole movie is basically her trying to uh figure out like rid herself of this curse no you don't remember no great great raimi film uh pg-13 though um so it's not as extreme as some of the evil dead movies which by the way spoiler spoiler Spoiler. warning chrissy's finally gonna see an evil dead movie later this this month so i'm super excited about that oh dear yes oh yes but but everyone if everyone's listening to seeing drag me hell if not put it to the top of your streaming queue chrissy uh we already talked about my three what is your number three (sighs) this is like sophie's choice justin Okay, fine. Oh, you I put know. too much stock in this. I know I do, but it's just really uh, hard. I'm literally falling apart over here. That's fine. You can fall apart, but the problem is I don't want to miss pick. I already am regretting picking Avatar. We have honorable mentions too. Go ahead. Oh, we do? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I feel a little bit better. Um, my number three then will be Up in the Air. Ooh. Not on my list, Chrissy. I know. It's probably more of an honorable mention for you. There's, I don't know how to describe it. There was something about... Do you know why it's not on my list? Why? So, uh, two weeks. Was it two weeks? Oh. Two weeks before Christy and I saw Up in the Air in the theater, I got fired in a very blindsiding, not fired, laid off, yeah. as, it, as it's called in Hollywood, in a very surprised way. Um, and I knew this movie was coming coming up. We were looking forward to see it. So, I was like, in the I remember in the meeting, I was getting like the Bob's meeting of like, oh, we got to let people go. I was like, damn it. Yeah. I've been up in the air. <laughs> and then I remember watching the movie and like, oh, man, this is depressing. It is depressing. Great movie, though. So I, I remember when we saw this, we were lucky enough to go to a screening where George Clooney did the Q&A afterward. <gasps> we um, did. That's right. Yep. And Anna Kendrick, too. I think I tried to and, smell him. Uh, he smelled Vera great. Farmesia. And I remember we were sitting not far back, maybe third row. Oh, we were close. Yeah, we were close. And... There were several times, and and I, sometimes maybe I think I feel like I'm imagining this, but this time I don't think I was. All George the- was answering questions, and he was looking like at our direction, and at times it felt like he was just talking to me, just talking to me. No, he was it, talking to me. No, he was like, talking to me, Justin. Because I was number one, I was lost in his eyes. Number two, like <laughs> I said, I think I could smell him. He smelled great. And number three, I mean. I'm huge. I'm like Big Bird sitting in the audience. He's like, he just looks out and sees my, like, <laughs> from my my clavicle up, just above the crowd. Just like, I'm just like, oh, man. I was, Clooney. I was captivated by him in person. Clooney. Not because of his extraordinary good looks either. Just like he's he's a magnetic person. So uh, it was just, ah. Uh, I remember leaving that thinking, I want to see that again. And I think I've only seen it like one other time since then. And it's weird because it's the one movie I think about a lot. Yeah. Isn't that strange? Because like, you're about to get fired like I, I was? No, I think more about the traveling. And um, I travel for work. Oh, yeah. So uh, sometimes when I'm going to get on a plane somewhere, I'm like, I want to watch Up in the Air. And and I never do, but I always want to. Probably Anna Kendrick's best role. She did great. Yeah? I agree with you. Clooney, man. I saw Clooney before you at uh, this place called The Smokehouse. Uh, across from across from Warner Brothers. It's like a his hangout spot to get food or something. Yeah. And I felt like I was in the presence of royalty, basically. Well, yeah. Like, I wanted to be, like, in his posse. I'm like, dude, let's just hang out, man. <laughs> I know you like to play basketball. I'm tall, so. I can be on your team. We can be friends. Um, so, wait, that was your number three? Correct. 
Okay. Uh, my number three was, like I said, was a glorious bastard. So what is your number two? Back to you, Boomerang. Good Lord, that was fast. Star Trek. What? I really like Star Trek. Are our number one and two the same, but switched around, you think? They might be. Because uh, Star Trek is my number one. Right. Uh, my number two is up. My number one is up. <sighs> <laughs> Did we just become best friends? We did just become best friends. Yes. We were meant to be. Well, it's crazy because, of course, a lot of these would be saving because we saw all these movies together. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Star Trek and Up. So, Star Trek is my number one. Up is my number two. Mm-hmm. Which one do you want to talk about? Uh, Star Trek first. My number one? Yes. Your number two? Yes. What do you love about Star Trek? Chris 2009. Pine. <laughs> There you go. Another softball. <laughs> so far we have Nazis, Nazis Chris, Chris Pine. Pine. <laughs> Speaking of guys, when you're in the presence of, you know, you just, you know, you just fall in love. That Chris Pine, man. Yeah. He's he's a he's a good looking dude. Man, he is. And he is a, he was like charismatic to like turn it up to 11 Spinal Tap style for that movie. Would you consider swinging the other way for Chris Pine? Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. He's pretty hot. He He's is. cool. Yeah. Chris Pye. I know. And and he's not obviously the only reason. Chrissy's first, that was 2009 Star Trek was Chrissy's first Star Trek. Yes. So. And I think that's another reason for me that I really liked it as much as I did because my expectations were low. I hadn't seen any of the Star Wars films then. All I knew was the hype surrounding anything with the word star in the title. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, enough with this. And what's with all the nerds who love it? I don't get it. Meanwhile, I'm over here like getting space boners. I'm like, yes, Chrissy. Yes, <laughs> let's go see Star Trek. Yes. You were. And I was like, fine. And then, and then I went and it was so good that I was like, this almost makes me want to watch other Star Trek things. Yeah. And and then I didn't. And Star Wars <laughs> things. It was like a gateway. It was like a gateway movie for It actually you. was. I would because say that, that it was we, my gateway. When we got out of it, I was like, Chrissy, that was like a Star Wars, but it was a Star Trek. And you're like, really? I'm like, yes. Yep. You could tell me my mom, but that was another one I remember telling my mom. I was like, mom, you have to see it. She's like, no, Star Wars is the bomb. Star Trek is Star Trek. And I'm like, no, we have to see it. Dude, if so if... If this came out sometime in 2009, it's probably earlier in 2009, this might have been like one of the movies that like led us to even doing the podcast in the first place because you were so excited about seeing more Star Treks, seeing Star Wars, you know. That was the movie All that of Chris Pine's IMDb uh, We need best more of. of him. We need more of him. That was the movie that taught me what a lens flare was. Lens flares. <laughs> I love lens flares. I don't mind too much of them. Um, it also uh, gave us one like a, a hugely memorable and special score yes. uh, from a movie. Oh. So Michael Gia- Giacchino from uh, did Lost, of course, but a uh, couple one song in particular from that score from the 2009 movie uh, we used for our baby video. So when our daughter was our daughter and our son. Uh, definitely our daughter you definitely did it for Brooklyn I don't know that you did it for Camden I did one for him I don't know if I remember I used uh, a lot of Star Trek a lot of Lost 
music uh, for a video I made about the kids when they were born. So. It was the first their first five days. Oh man, of life. I cry I'm bleeding, every time I I'm see gonna it. Cry like all the fluids. I can't out. like I I can't stop. We showed it to Brooklyn once, and she was like. I'm little. Why was I crying? And meanwhile, I'm like in a puddle going, it's so beautiful. Just play that score. Play some Lost. Uh, I'm done. I'm done. Anyway, great movie. Great cast for that movie. Mm -hmm. R.I.P. Anton Yelkin from that movie. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. Anyway, that was my number one. Your number two. And then Up. 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 Chrissy and I love some Disney movies, especially some Pixar. Pixar movies. A lot of touchstones there. But Up is a movie that we saw together on our honeymoon mm-hmm. in Hawaii. Exactly, because that's what people in Hawaii do. <laughs> so we were there for a week in Kauai, and uh, I really wanted to see Up. We saw two movies in Hawaii, but we were on Kauai, and we kind of learned that after a certain hour, like the island kind of shut down. Well, for us, it wasn't even that. It wasn't we like were, Cancun where like the parties never stop. We're right. just like, oh, where did everybody go? Well, also, we're not the party type. We never have been. We're the no. type that like we go out, we experience things, and then we kind of get tired and want to chill. So I remember day four. I'll never forget. We were walking around Kmart. We were like, Kmart still exists here? And What is this Kmart they speak of? Yeah. And then they had this book on display that everybody in Kauai has, which is like, discover Kauai and we're like we've already read this why book. white people love Kauai yeah, damn it it's everywhere and we're like what are we gonna do like and we're looking at him I was like I could go home today and feel okay about that and he was you were like yeah me too but we still have like two more days here <laughs> what are we gonna do we've done everything and then we were like do you want to go see a movie <laughs> so that's what we did yeah and then up destroyed me Oh my god! Forever, as as many people, it destroyed many people. I'm sure. Yeah, and we're all talking about the sequence, the of the, their lives together after they, you know, yeah. meet, get married, the whole. Bit. A lot of people say like after that sequence, the movie's kind of meh. But I'm like, what are you talking about? There's lots of adventure to be had. Adventure is out there. There's Kevin the bird. Oh my god, Kevin the bird! You love the dog. You just mentioned the dog in, in I another did. podcast. You was, I was asked for our podcast what. Uh, character animal I would be or like which an- and I was like Doug clearly yeah you don't know how many times I've tried to levitate things with balloons our house our kids you didn't work you need a few more you need a lot more balloons guys mm-hmm. a lot more balloons and uh, <laughs> another great soundtrack or a score to that movie as well so yep. 2009 a lot of good movies and we picked Three of the same. I know. Out of our five. I'm not surprised. Uh, you want to run down? Do you have honorable mentions you just want to list off real quick? I'll let you go first. Just to show. So here, a lot of good movies in 2009. Where the Wild Things Are. Yes. Another movie that kind of made me uh, verklempt. Oh. Made me a little sobby. Watchmen. Yeah. Uh, that was District good. 9. District 9, yeah. The, the Hurt Locker. Uh, Zombieland. Chrissy and I are huge fans of It's Complicated with Alec Baldwin, Mel Streep, Steve Martin. Nancy Myers does good movies. Uh, I want a Nancy Myers uh, kitchen, guys. <laughs> so if anyone can make that happen, I actually had a suggestion. There needs to be a show, like a like a, a makeover show, just like makeover my whole house into a Nancy Myers house. Fantastic, Mister Fox, uh, Harry Potter, Half Blood Prince, yep. exactly. Five Hundred Days of Summer. Uh, I love you, man. With my boy, boy Paul Rudd and Jason Siegel. Oh yeah. Um, zombie. Did I say Zombieland? 
Friday the 13th, the reboot I really liked. Dogtooth is a movie that Chrissy and I love that we discovered on Netflix (laughs) back then. Uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs is a movie that's uh, beloved by our daughter now. Um, You want to hear my worst, Chrissy? Not Uh a big surprise. You ready for it? I think I know what yours will be. Terminator Salvation. I knew that's what it was going to be. So we mentioned we saw two movies on our honeymoon in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. One was Up. The other was Terminator Salvation. So and we I was were, like, you're telling me I missed Paul Blart Mall Cop for this? <laughs> we were over the moon and like sad and stuff for up. And then after Terminator Salvation, I was seriously depressed. He was really upset. <laughs> I was I was physically angry at everyone. Well, also because this is the type of thing with Justin you. He's always trying to get me on board with things. <laughs> and then most of the time, let's be honest, I drag my heels. I'm like, this does not seem like something I want to watch or it's not in my wheelhouse. And he's like, just do it. Come on. It's going to be great. And this is one of them. He was like, I'm so looking for, oh, man, you don't know, and Terminator. I'm like, well, if you go know. look back, the trailers for that movie were really, really good. And I was like, my expectations were so high, and yeah, I was gung-ho. Were. I was almost like Crystal Skull type uh, excitement for, for Terminator Salvation. That and then, went well, too. Similar to the same movie. <laughs> like I was like a deflated beach ball over in the chair next to Chrissy. I was just like... <laughs> Oh no! I remember, like, oh, no. usually when something like that happens, I, I have to admit I have a shot in Friday moment where I want to, I want to be like, I told you so. We wasted like this is stupid. Like you should have just listened to me. But you knew this better. Time, no, you this knew time better. I've been like, shut up, Chrissy. So sorry for you. I would divorce you right now. And I remember, like, you're so tall, so I'm like trying to reach up to pat you on the back, and I'm like, they're there. I'm sorry. <laughs> like I'm like four years old or something. It's okay. Do you want to go get an ice cream now? Everything is going to be all, all right. right. Shark Tank reference. Um, <laughs> worst movie Do ever. you know what my worst movie is? It wasn't yours? No. What is it? Can you guess? No. I would have guessed that one. Antichrist. What? Oh my God. That movie's awesome. No, it's not. Guys. It is not awesome. Antichrist. That was on Netflix earlier this year. I don't know if it still is, but guess what? Definitely not the worst movie of the year. Willem Dafoe is pretty good in whatever he does. And, but this was just one of those where I, I felt like maybe every six minutes I was like, is it over? Great Couldn't movie to over. watch with the family. No. The kids. Don't. Oh my God, don't. Don't do it. Your grandparents. It's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> don't do it. Uh, No, not a very good movie. No, and it very stuck disturbing. with me. I remember when it was over, I, was, I didn't want to do anything. Thank you God we like, didn't do that for the podcast. You were like, Hey, so what do you want to have for dinner? And I was like, no dinner. Want to fling myself out? Sadness. I was, I was like ready to jump off the balcony. Dark places. I remember putting on a hoodie and being like, I'm going to bed. It was very emo. Uh, I even have an honorable mention for worse, but this one is like the most WTF movie of the year. Okay. The Time Traveler's Wife. What? <laughs> do you remember that movie? Yes. Holy crap. I'm I'm kind of sorry that our our podcast didn't exist at the time we saw that movie because I remember seeing that movie and thinking, "Holy shit, this movie is crazy." That's the movie where the guy shows up. I know what you're talking about. In different about. time periods, like sometimes of like her life, naked in a bush, and she's like four years old over there. You remember that? Yeah, that would be weird if we were walking around Brooklyn and she's like, "This man who says he's my husband is naked in the bush over he there." He is not your husband. <laughs> he is not. Sound like uh, the room? So. I have to t- have like a brief aside for just a second because Uh-oh. I don't know what's wrong with my brain. I don't. 
I think my brain, I'm just really tired. So I think that my eyesight is failing me. As you were talking, my eyes kind of like blurred over for a second. And I saw two things. Are you, you, are you turning to stone? Kind of. And I saw. Do you have that disease? I might. And I saw two things, kind of like a Rorschach test, but like, but with the wad of paper coming out of your nose. The first thing I saw was a baby. Like, it almost looks like a swaddled baby. And like, the side of your nose is like its head. Are you high? What's going on? Did you take some painkiller rest? What is going on with you? No. And then and then when I like was like, no, that's not it. The second thing that it looks like is like one of those small laboratory mice. I have no idea what you're saying right now, but <laughs> I like it. I like it. Do you know what, Chrissy? What? <sighs> those those were good lists. I liked them. Uh-huh. It's now time for Mystery Snack Challenge. Oh, boy. Bear, bear, bear. I didn't brush my teeth. What is it, Justin? So I decided to change it up this week. And instead of having something we make or whatever or some random thing, I went with a product out there. You know when you're at the grocery store, guys, and you're walking down the aisles. And uh, this is, I mean, this is marketing straight up. But you see something like on the end aisle or like at, a, at like your, just your eye level, like it's meant for you. Or yes. someone you love, and you do like a a turn, like a one eighty turn, like oh that, or like what is this, <laughs> or like why do people eat this? This is more why do people eat this? So today's mystery snack challenge is something that's out there right now. It's a limited edition version of something. Chrissy, if I remember, is not really down with anyway. Like there's different flavors of this. Chrissy will remember back in the day, I used to love a certain flavor, but now I try to steer away from this certain food because of all the preservatives and bad stuff and sugars. What am I talking about? I'm talking about Pop-Tarts, guys. You love Pop-Tarts out there? Oh, yeah. Pop-Tarts. Little little, little PTs. You were really into Pop-Tarts for a good good bit there. I love cinnamon. So here's what you do. Take the cinnamon Pop-Tarts, put a little butter on each, each one, Ugh. put it in the oven, you know, for like 10, 10 minutes on low level. The the but the butter kind of melts into the cinnamon pop tart. Bring it out, tasty, taste e. Also full of cancer. I also love frosted uh, frosted strawberry. Anyway, they have a new edition limited edition flavor out there just for Chrissy or or people like Chrissy who love their 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 coffee drinks. It's frosted chocolate mocha. Ooh! Ooh. Can I see that? There you go. Bruise the box. Go ahead so, and open this. God bless Justin because first of all, he get, he gives this as the mystery snack. Second of all, it's still in the box completely sealed. <laughs> so I'm like, hold on, wait. Is this how I'm supposed to like test it out? Like do you want me to like open the box and just like yeah, have it? Yeah, this is an uh, this is a, this is an unboxing. They call these unboxings. Like we should I should be taping this like video actually, but I won't. Well, look at you, you millennial master of social Cause media. Cuz I have bloody tampon nose and you're over there like turning to stone <laughs> and seeing shark things in, in my my face i don't know what happened I just go ahead and open that out. up chris well, wait hold on there's also something else you missed on the label it's not just frosted chocolate mocha uh-huh. it's dunkin donuts so dunkin donuts and pop tarts have teamed up they have teamed up to provide the the people of america with yet another way to get uh, fat, fat, diabetes, 
the diabetes. I, I, I can guarantee you that I'm not going to re- eat the rest of Holmes, these. Holmes, don't open up a whole new one. I'm definitely not going to. So you can have like a bite of What I was just going to say, I'm not going to eat the rest of these, Chrissy. You're not? I doubt. I don't like, number one, I don't even like that. I don't even eat the Pop-Tarts that I, I like anymore. So this is a special treat just for you. Mainly. Oh, thank you. I'll, I'll take but some I'll, on my plane tomorrow. Oh no! Whoa, 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 whoa! We should try at the same time. I won't oh, okay. open it. Maybe we can. Here's a, a bite for you. Bite for me. And then one second. Let me Wait, grab. This is like the corner part, Chrissy. What do you want from me? I want the actual good stuff, not okay, the fine. corner. Trade me. The, I'll corner's take the corner's like nothing. No, you need a. I'm fine with. No, the you corner. need something like that oh, so you can get the Jesus actual stuff. Jesus Christ! Anybody knows about pop tarts? If you get the corner, you're just getting like the. I like the corners. That's just like the nothing part. That's like the crust of the Pop-Tart. Whatever. Okay. You got to get the good stuff. You get more frosting on the corner. What is this again? Chocolate. Chocolate mocha. Frosted chocolate mocha. By Dunkin' Donuts. From Dunkin' Donuts. Have you ever had that drink? What does it smell like? It smells like coffee. I only have one nostril. Ooh, it does smell like coffee. Should I take this out? I'm going to take it out. You should. Gross. Change your tampon, Justin. Just for you. You're going to get Toxic right. shock syndrome. Right here. Mystery snack challenge taste test. Let's go. Kind of almost mm. tasteless. No. Is, is it because I can't smell? Well, I think it needs to be melted. Not like a, toasted. Not, not a strong flavor, I would say. You think? Mm, it's not overwhelming, but that's a good thing. Kind of blah to me. I think that this would be very helped by being in the toaster. Really? Yeah, I do. Because that's weird. So like I said, the, the cinnamons I put in the oven, but the frosted strawberry, no. I eat that straight out of the packet. I've done both over the those years. Those are my two favorite flavors. I've done both over the years. I do think that those would do well in the toaster because then they would get, get kind of melty and they would have... Um, What's your favorite flavor? Um, God, it's been years. I don't remember. I think I liked s'mores when I was a kid. Ugh. They do... They go too crazy, man. Yeah. I see like blueberry swirls and like freaking nasty I legit haven't had Pop-Tarts since smoothies. I was like maybe 12. So I don't even remember what they were. But um, that's actually not terrible. I mean, I'm sure it's... Why'd you stop eating it? Well, because I don't like pumping my body full of chemicals and fat and stuff like that at 11 o'clock at night. Oh, good for you. <laughs> By the way, best thing to come out of Terminator Salvation wasn't even in the movie. <laughs> it was the tape of Christian Bale yelling at everybody on set. Oh, man. That's for you, Nick. Um, <laughs> I would give this, what do you think? Eh, six out of ten. Not my thing. Let's do six out of ten. Yeah. I was doing letter grades. Oh, sorry. Um, not C-. my thing. Mine is like D, D plus. Yeah, I could not... Eating two of those? No, never. There are two in a packet. Well, there always are, but it doesn't mean you eat two. Well, what do you you put like a pop tart in, like shrink wrap or something? Like not shrink wrap, but no, uh, no, no, no. You, it's it's just like waffles. You open it and then you put one in, and whatever you don't use, you either kind of like crumple up the top of the package to kind of reseal it, or you put it. In if I block. open it with a packet, it's all over. Like it's gonna be, it's gonna get eaten either way. Nah. Like I said, I put mine in the oven. I'm not going to put something in the oven and then like put it in the fridge. That's true. It's ridiculous, Chrissy. Well, fine. That's not how to eat a Pop-Tart. I used to take my Pop-Tarts apart. 
I would put them in the toaster oven and then I would very, I was about very, to say, like, as opposed to like stuffing the whole thing in your mouth at one time. No, but like, you know, <laughs> like most people like take a bite out of it, right? What mm-hmm. I used to do is I'd break it in the middle and then I would almost like very carefully try to like spread it open, which I know sounds weird. But like you'd, I, so I'd have like the frosted side and then I'd have like the more pastry side. So you're like in biology class instead of like eviscerating the frog, you're eviscerating a pop tart? Pretty much. Trying to. You're trying to take off the frosting, you're saying? I separate the frosted side from like the Like an Oreo side. cookie, like you're trying to yes. free free the cream. That is legit what I used to do. And I would like tongue the jelly. I'd be like, mmm, oh, jelly. Bet. Wait, 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 wait. Let's let's take it back, Chrissy. So wait, so what would you do to the jelly? <laughs> let's bring down the lights. Bring up the music. I can't. You have a the jelly wait, what? A pop tart, jelly pop tart. What kind of? Yeah, like a jelly one. Usually, I remember like the kind that had like the white frosting and some sprinkles. And jelly. And jelly. <laughs> I just got a mental image of you, like trying to like break it with your. So wait, so you try to break it with your your hands first, right? And then you like put your tongue down there. Do you do like like a little like? Oh. You like put it sideways. You're like, oh, like wait, show me, <laughs> show me, okay. show me, show so, me, show me. It's not melty. But Make it happen. So like this. So you break it right at the right spot. So there, there ooh, you go. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> More, slower. And then Dos. I only have one slowly. hand. It's really hard to do with one hand, by the way. I mean, make it work is what I say. Oh. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Break, th- ooh, whoa. <laughs> See? This is, this is giving me a great idea for a, a YouTube channel that's going to oh, be no. a huge hit. <laughs> you did it too fast, more slowly. No, look, see, and then it's like that. And then what you do, you you just lick that all out? No. You like was, slurp it out? It was for me a way of saving on like, because I always knew they were terrible for me. So by doing that, I would then like do like the good side with the frosting. Uh-huh. And I would just toss the other side that I didn't care about. How wasteful, man. Yikes. It was compromised. Get all sexy with a Pop-Tart and then like throw away half of it. I'm like a praying mantis. You are like a praying mantis. Bite the head off. That's the end. That was sexy though. Thanks. That was definitely the sexiest mystery snack challenge we've had. Learning new things about you. After all these years. After all these years. Eight years of marriage. (laughs) I like your song. You're going to come back. Chrissy's going away for a while Mm -hmm. uh, for work. She's going to come back and like our whole cabinet's pop tarts. (laughs) She's going to open it, look over at me and I'm like, yeah. I could totally Time see. Time to get your sexy Pop-Tart on, Chris. I could totally see this turning into a thing where you're like, so I know we talked about those Disney princess lingerie pieces, but you know what all I need is? Some Pop-Tarts and some low lighting. <laughs> can we think we can get a sponsor, uh, a Pop-Tart sponsor? Oh, to boy. This ends in tears. Sp- sponsor us. <laughs> this does not go well. Um, That's great. Anyway. Yay, snacks. Yay. So let's move on to our, our main event. We'll try to do this quickly so we don't keep everyone. But Chrissy. Yeah. You saw a, and this is funny, we're talking about 2009 movies. This movie came out in 2009 in the States, but 2008 overseas. Yeah. What movie am I talking about, Chris? Taken. Taken. Dad. Oh, my darling. 
Happy birthday. Dad, guess what? You know my friend Amanda? Yep. Her cousins asked us to spend vacation with them in Paris. I really, really want to go. Hi, Daddy. You were supposed to call me when you left. There's someone here. What? Oh, my God, they got Amanda. They got me. All right, listen to me. Go to the next bedroom, under the bed. Tell me when you're there. Now, the next part is very important. They are going to take you. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you are looking for a ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. We're on it! If you let my daughter go now, that'll be the end of it. You have a 96-hour... What? To never finding her. No! But if you don't, I will look for you. Where is she? I will find you. I will kill you. Good luck. So true story, if I was um, n- not attempting to bury the leader, give things away or whatever, I would have probably picked Taken as my number five slot as opposed to Avatar. Yeah. Yeah. For reals. But like, what am I going to do? Be like, Spoilers. guess what, everybody? Spoiler alert. <laughs> this is my number five. Yeah. It was really, really fucking good. It's definitely my top ten. Yeah. Um. So if if anyone has never seen Taken... Which is crazy talk. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't, the IMDb logline is a retired CIA agent travels across Europe and relies on his old skills to save his estranged daughter who has been kidnapped while on a trip to Paris. So I appreciate you letting me slash setting me up to watch this movie because we've had a string of some movies lately that, you know, in my mind, have been not all winners, you know? And I know a lot of people love Big Trouble in Little China, and a lot of people oh, love Gotta bring it up, Chrissy. I was just gonna let it just float on past. I, no, I'm saying that's fine. Okay. No, I'm saying, like, I get it. That's wonderful. Yeah. But, you know, I, I was asked, I can't remember now who asked me on Twitter, but like, why? Why are you so hateful? And I'm like, I'm not. I just don't have the 80s nostalgia. I think that's a big reason. I've said that before, why those movies are so popular with many people. Um... Anyway, those movies, classics of film. It's fine. I don't have that nostalgia. So I was like, and you were born in the 80s, Chrissy. Yeah. Don't, don't hate yourself, Chrissy. Uh, I, anyway, I, I'm trying to be a millennial. Go ahead. So anyway, I was kind of like, I want to see something good. And you were like, okay, like, fine. I was, like, I was like, fuck off. Yeah. And I just ran out the door. Oh, you became your Christian bail. Good for you, man. <laughs> you were like, oh, oh. Why don't you walk into my shot? Why don't you step in my light? How about you choose what you want to do? We'll do whatever you want to do. Uh, I didn't say like that. I was actually like, I feel kind of bad. Do you want to just like take the reins for for the next episode? And then two days later, I'm like, so what are we doing? And you're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, okay, nope. this is going well. And then the next day, I was like, okay, I think I found a pairing. I like it. 
what do you think? And then I said it and you looked at me like I had four fucking heads and you were like, wait, what? What do you want to do? Well, because one of those movies was The Way You Were. Way We Were. Way We Were. Yeah, right. I what. Well, not one of my favorites. I've never I, seen I, it, but I've I heard literally it. fell asleep like halfway through you revealing that you wanted to watch that in the podcast. Oh man. <laughs> oh. And the other one was um the what was it? Is it the something now? Either way, we took a long road and we finally landed on Taken. Chrissy finally saw Taken for the first time. Yes. You liked it so much you would put it in your top five of the year. It would. What did you think? First of all, I feel like Liam Neeson is what Jason Bourne really wanted to be in all those movies. And I wish I would have seen this movie almost before those because it makes so much sense. It's like, oh, this is what they were trying to do in a way. Um, I feel like maybe later on down the line, if they continue to make Bourne movies, there must be like a taken down the line where he is older and has a kid or something like that. And like this ensues. Does that make any sense? I feel like this is like Jason Bourne grown up. Or like Liam Neeson is the si- size of two Matt Damons. <laughs> okay. No. No. But S- similar things going on yeah. action wise. Yes, I get yes. it. And the the element of saving your child. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It just is. It's 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 different than your typical. Um, whether you know, like a heist thing or um. Uh, national secrets, you know, things Na- like that. National secrets. I was trying to come up with the the right terminology, but you know, um, you know, foreign affairs. The- oh, foreign affairs. <laughs> Stop making fun of me. <laughs> I'm sorry, my brain isn't working. It's okay. I get what you're saying. Yes. Well, the- and I, that, I was about to get to that point. Is obviously I saw this uh, back when it came out, and I haven't seen it since. Mm-hmm. And then since then, I've had two children. Yeah. So this time I was watching, I was like. Fuck yeah, Liam Neeson's. <laughs> Hell yeah, save your kids. And by the way, speaking of Liam Neeson, I my only other Liam Neeson movie that I can think of that I know is um, the Christmas one. Which, Love Actually. Love Actually. Yeah. Yeah. So it's funny because you love that Key and Peele sketch. It's all about Liam Neeson's and they love him. And they're like, oh, Liam Neeson's, man, Liam Neeson's. And I'm always like, what has he done? Like, okay, whatever, Liam Neeson. So the, um, the the sketch actually makes sense now. It does. Right? Yes. Similar to the way that, uh, apparently not to the level that Taken did with Liam Neeson, but Matt Damon, after you watch Born Identity, you're like, damn it, Matt Damon, you get you some. <laughs> Same exact thing with when I remember in the theater watching Taken mm-hmm. and being like, you ever been in a theater and like realized just you're in the theater? Like, like the wall was broken and you like turn you like turn your head to like look at other people yeah. watching the screen you're like you see this Liam Neeson <laughs> like who is this Liam Neeson i like right. this Liam Neeson and and as, although there were some things that were implausible or somewhat fantastical in terms of like how he got to uh, either way half of it was like get. that it was liam neeson i yeah. was like damn yeah. liam neeson yeah i'm on board with you but but what i was going to say is like it, even though like some of it is you know hard to be believed or you have to make a logic leap the part that you don't is the whole premise of how it even happens how these two girls just meet some random dude and like make the mistake of they didn't even invite him and they were just like oh yeah it was where we were staying like we're alone and I'm like this is dumb you shouldn't have done that but it's very common to make a mistake like that and then everything that happens thereafter is so plausible in terms of what happens to the women the trafficking and 
Oh my God. It's just, it's, it's horrific. I agree, Chrissy. I agree. Imagine like his main story in love actually was trying to uh, get over the death of his wife, but also help his stepson find love. He could have helped his stepson find love much faster if he was like, (laughs) like going around with a gun. Like he beat that, that girl's parents like in submission, like make your daughter love my stepson. No, I don't know where the hell you were drawing those lines. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, I'm I'm tired as well. Okay, but um, I love Liam Neeson, and the one of the biggest reasons, I guess, or in my eyes, that this movie kind of uh, caught fire was his infamous uh, scene where he is uh, on the phone. Yes. So he's so he's, calmly. He's on the phone with his daughter. She's just gotten. The Taken, Abducted. the whole movie, like Taken. This is when she's get she, she's taken, she's taken, Chrissy, she's taken. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like he knows that the bat where the bad guys is listening on his speakerphone, and he gives this great monologue. It's an impassioned speech about uh, how he will find them, and he I don't, will basically. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, you okay. have it. Yeah, you want me to do my line reading of yes. it? Yes. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you're looking for ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. If you let my daughter go now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Ugh. And then the guy, there's a long pause, and the guy says, good luck. Good luck. Good luck. So fucking good. Chrissy was on the Liam Neeson train right after that. Oh, my God. And I was right there Sold. with her. I'm like, love you, Liam Neeson's. The delivery in, of, of, of that line, like, he, it's so understated and so powerful. He means it, man. He's going to fucking get these guys. And... It, that was one thing I never really doubted. It was funny. Like, there were so many things that happened along the way to him finding his daughter, but I never once doubted he was going to get the son of a bitch. And um, well, and that's the thing, because the movie kind of, it's like a, um, it's like peeling a, a part of onion of this yes. guy and who this guy is, because at the beginning of the movie, he's showing up to his daughter's birthday party at his, um, I guess, his ex-wife. Are they married up. married up to this rich dude? He shows up with like a karaoke machine, small in a box. It's like, hey, here, like here's your and his his ex wife played by Famka 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 Jansen Famka is um, just not happy with him at all. Not on like not on his team at all. No, throughout m- much of the movie, um, and then uh, his daughter's new stepdad gives her a pony. And you're like, oh, poor Liam Neeson. Shaking my damn head. Poor Liam Neeson. So right off the start, you're like, oh, man, this guy, he he had a bad day. Right. And he's got some very specific friends who are, I guess, from the trade as well. Yeah. So you're like picking up new information. Like, who is this guy? Yeah. Like, what situations? Okay. He obviously was, uh, you know, away from his family for a long time. There's a lot of hurt there. Yeah. He's trying to, you know, get back in the good graces. His ex-wife doesn't seem to be down for it. His his daughter wants to go to Paris. 
He doesn't think it's a good idea, but relents. Mm -hmm. And that's how everything starts. True story. I looked up the daughter uh, to see, because I'd never heard of her before. Maggie Grace from Lost. There you go. My favorite show of all time. She and I are the same age. (gasps) So. Oh, God, Chrissy. Okay. So the only reason I bring that up is because this movie came out in 2009 and she was playing somebody like eight years younger I think eight. Yeah, eight years younger than she was at the time. Mm -hmm. And it makes more sense now because there were certain things she did that was like almost manic in her delivery, like the pony cubs. And she's like, oh my God, oh my God. Like we're kind of red faults in that movie. I was like, who is this chick? Like why isn't, I mean, she's playing it to the hilt. Mm -hmm. And now I kind of get it. I'm like, oh, because she was playing so much younger. She she kind of went for it to, I guess, probably seem younger Mm -hmm. and not come across as worldly. So once I knew that, then I give her a lot more grace and it makes sense. Um, But I mean, you could put a, a potato sack next to Liam Neeson in this movie and be like, I'm going to save this potato sack. And I'd be like, yes. Take, do it taken four save the potato sack can you imagine i wanted to ask you as and it's so hard sometimes when i watched what i deem to be good movies to not talk to you immediately when over when it's over because i know we're gonna do the podcast but can you imagine being on the phone with your own child and you know what's gonna happen because of your own experience and career and having to say to say to her you're going to get taken no i can't imagine that's crazy i just imagine you because you're the same age as Maggie Grace getting that call and be like, damn, you know, damn, I'm a, I'm a major wuss, but I have seen Taken. Let's see if I can make this happen. Wouldn't that be a great movie? Like the, the, the crazy, like fucked up funny version of Taken about a guy who's seen all the Taken movies and then his loved one is, is kidnapped in the exact same way. That what Liam Neeson's character. What would you do? What would I do? Yeah. I would immediately piss my pants. <laughs> I probably wouldn't be as forceful and cool over the phone as Liam Neeson in that moment. Right. I don't have his ultimate driving skills in this movie. Yeah. Like, geez. Like, he's got some serious driving yeah. skills. He's also got, like, this weird, like, he can, uh, I mean, he basically was in Paris like this, he you know, three steps ahead, three steps ahead. He had like that, the phone call and he's like playing it where it happened and seeing everything that happened Yeah, in like real, like real time. And I'm like, he's like the rain man of crime basically. He is. So oh, the rain man of crime, <laughs> right? That script green light. <laughs> but I actually thought about it afterward. Cause I was like, I mean, every, parent- but a hell of a good fighter, like a right. big dude, like, take just take down a dozen people i would i would love to see if in in all honesty i would love to see like john wick and like the guy from taken or something like that so but but but, but, real question though like what would you do knowing your limitations knowing like you're not liam neeson Mm -hmm. but you are on the phone with your child and this is happening Mm -hmm. what do you do do you call the police do you try to call in the best thug money can buy because your ex married up and they have money and you know try to stick that person on them the best thug money can buy where do i find this this person liam neeson like you're hiring a liam neeson to go in that i understand that but am i me yes you're you how do i find this liam neeson guy you you hit up your really rich non-step daddy because he's not your step daddy and say, if you want her back, we need to hire somebody who knows what he's doing, like top of his game. 
and then you yelp that shit. So wait, this is not me as me. This is me as someone in the movie. You're confusing me, Chrissy. No. I really want to answer this question for you. Okay, no. But you're like, you're really rich stepdaddy. I was like, I don't have this no, person. I, know, I thought I know. we were talking about reality. Well, it's you, but you're thrown into the movie. <laughs> so confused. Did that Pop-Tart damage your brain already? <laughs> no. Did you lick it too erotically? No. I'm thinking, like, if it's me, like, I'm sitting here. Yes. On my couch okay. here in reality. Okay. And I get a call that, like, you know, yeah. our daughter is like, you know. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 96 hours, that's all you get. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know those thugs. Like, I, is that, like, you know. Right. Thugs like Liam Neeson from Taken.com. So I was like, do you yelp them? <laughs> do I yelp them? <laughs> you know. Like I mean, I'm one of those guys that like if we had people from out of town and they're like really cool and like hip and they're like, "Hey man, you know where we can buy some mushrooms?" I'm like, "Like what kind of mushrooms we're talking about?" Like you know, we can go to like Trader Joe's or like Whole Foods or something. But I would not know. I would call. The, I would have to call the police. Mm. Like I would think that I would be you know awesome enough to go into full Liam Neeson mode, but no. Well, probably not. Yeah. No. And that, uh, you know, at that moment, time is ticking. So it's just like, okay. I, g- I call up the police and I'm like, give me the best, hardest policeman you have and send him here. I'm eating chocolate mocha, Dunkin' Donuts, Pop-Tarts. <laughs> I would probably. I'm, and then my wife just licked them erotically. <laughs> but now we can't find our kids. It's very sad. We might be drunk, but we're okay. I would probably do that too. Obviously, you'd have to call the cops. But in my own head, I'm like, but I would like to think I could do something else really creative. Like maybe I would call the French authorities and call in serious oh, yeah. terrorists. I got them on speed dial. No, like I would, I would call in bomb threats, like terrorist threats to try to shut down the city. To like, oh, I'm sure that'll go over well. Well, if it, if they close the bridges and and they're afraid, they're of, like. What are, what are the um, the uh, expletives in French? Zoudalor! Sacre bleu! Sacre bleu! The Chrissy call in Vomfet yet again. That was not French in any way. Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. But I mean... if, if And I took French. I'm talking about like our, our real lives. If we have very limited power as to what we could do and you're tr- going to try to do anything, mm-hmm. maybe that is something you do. Try to shut down the city at least a little bit. I got it. Dog the bounty hunter. Isn't that what he does? No. That's not what he does? He he gets bounties. But like, what if I just set a bounty? Like, my daughter was just kidnapped and she's probably in like some sex, crack sex slave den somewhere in, in Paris. Here's some, I put a bounty on her head, dog. Go get her. Sure. I mean, why don't you just call a, the pawn stars while a very, you're at very, it? Very, Totally pawn stars. <laughs> we're really we're really cracking. How about oh, an amazing race to find her? Oh my god. Right? You, you have your producer's hat on right now. You're like, I've got a show. <laughs> <laughs> find her. Find her now. Um what else about this movie? Uh some pretty crazy like fight scenes. The best scene from this movie, other than the phone call that we just talked about, is at one point, he has maneuvered his way 
in uh, is an apartment or some kind of uh, say like a house where all like all the bad guys are just chilling out at the same time, and he's made himself he's in like the kitchen of like main bad guy central, and he realizes that he's found the guy that was like. Do it again. Do your impression. Good luck. Good luck. Because, like I said, he's uh, the rain man of uh, crime. And then he, instead of like, instead of like saying, okay, I know where he lives. Now I, you know, now I can figure this out and like come back. Nope. That's not what he does. He's just like, time to fuck shit up. And he's just like, <laughs> bam, bam, pipe. Like, mm-hmm. just grabbing everything, grabbing a chocolate mocha pop tarts and like, like throwing it like a, a a dagger at a guy's heart and killing mm-hmm. him, he kills like a dozen guys in the span of two minutes, and it's amazing. He even shoots his best friend. So friend many die. Wife. That's crazy. Like so many people die in this movie because that one guy, those those guys stole his daughter, and then that one guy's just like basically f you, man. I always wonder though, like he, he how, gave him a chance, but no. How did he get back to the states? Because I'm sure there has there was like a warrant out for him after they remember they were trying to capture him. Well, there's and- a sequel, so I remember seeing the sequel Taken Two, and it's not as good. Yeah, I've heard that. And so much so that when the third one came out, Taken Three, I'm just like, oh, like I just want to leave it at one. You know, right. I don't want to besmirch the memory of. Liam Neeson's and Taken. Does it explain then how he got back to LAX without like incident? I don't think so. Okay. That's a movie. You're just like, just like, I know, the that's, force, that's what I mean. Those parts where I'm like, you. how did he get back? Force move on you. Um, but yeah, at the, at the end, like he, he wins over his whole family. Yeah. Like, I don't remember the sequel, but I think that Famka, his ex-wife, just like, JK, I love you. And they're like back together or something. What? I don't think so. I don't think it gets to that. Oh. I think she gets taken. Taken in the second one. Probably. Someone else gets taken. He's like die hard. Like once he's known as people are taking his like his loved ones. Then they just keep taking they them. They just keep taking them. Like he can't even go to Kmart. He can't go anywhere. He can't even walk on his front step without someone trying to take in like something. Aww. Can't have a dog. Poor Liam Neeson. That dog will be instantly taken. <laughs> like it's crazy. It's crazy for him. It's funny. What? Anything else stuck out? I just want to watch Final it again. Final thoughts? I've been thinking about it ever since we watched A it. A breezy 90 minutes. Like it goes by really fast. Yeah, it's it does. It's a kinetic movie. It really does go fast. Um. So yeah, I'm glad I rewatched it. It's great. I thought it was great. I want to watch it again. You want to watch it again? Yeah. Right now? I mean. It's only 11.32 at night. If I didn't have to be on a plane at like 5 a.m., I would. Oh, I'm so sad, Chrissy. I'm sorry. Don't leave me. Don't Please leave don't me. leave me, girl. We've got another Mr. Mom situation coming up. That you have my mom coming. Mr. Mom plus the mom-in-law. She's a good That should have been the sequel. Not that she's not a good helper. It's just a whole different, you know, thing going on there as well. So we will miss you, Chrissy. Thanks, Justin. Please come back I'll soon. I'll miss you guys. Don't escape forever. Don't get taken, by the way. Jeez, watch yourself. I am back. going to the mean Take those Pop-Tarts with you. Of Nanuet, New York. You've got Mace, Mace now. Oh, I can't take that on the plane. Nunchucks. You can't take Mace on the plane. You can't? I don't think so. Not in your packed luggage? I'm not checking anything. Oh, damn it. Chrissy. Nunchucks. Can you take Nunchucks? What else do we have around here? I'm just looking for things. There. Some magnets. Yeah, I don't know. There you go. 
Make them swallow them. You will eat this magnet. A fake uh, lightsaber. You could take a lightsaber. I could take a fake lightsaber. There you go. Whatever it takes to like, just you'd like somebody comes like at you, just like. Do you know what I did when I went to New York for it. the first time? When, back when I was just told it was a very scary place and I just didn't know what to do and I couldn't pack my pepper spray. Yeah. I took my keys that I didn't need to take. But uh-huh. I took my keys and I did it with like the spokes of the keys sticking in between each one of my fingers as <gasps> I held them in a fist. Like your Wolverine? Yes. Yes. And I That's walked, the best thing to do. And I walked through New York holding a backpack, but holding my keys out, sticking through my knuckles of my, like, on purpose so people could see. So you ready to, like, berserker me. out on anybody who looks at you wrongly. Yeah. And, no, I did it, like, I literally held it, like, here on my chest so people could see me. And if, and if they were thinking of fucking with me, they could see I was holding my keys that way so I could, like, punch them in the face with the keys. In the future, you know, we're going to have lots of bionic limbs and things going on. But that would be cool to have some Wolverine like claws that just come out when you're, you know, Attacked. walking along at night as a woman and stuff. Yep. Totally. Let's start. <laughs> Shark Tank. Shark Tank. You had a lot of ideas tonight. So, Chrissy. Yes. We've talked about this long enough. Yeah. I think we both agree the Taken has taken our hearts. That is true. Retaking my heart, taking your heart for the first time. I'm really glad that it took the place of human centipede in my head as a movie that I was thinking about. Nothing, nothing, nothing can take the place of of human centipede in your head, Chrissy. Ever, ever, never, ever. But it did. You're still having nightmares about it. But now you can have dreams. Dreams about Liam Neeson saving you. Oh my God, I just had a great idea. What? Crossover. Universe. Liam Neeson from Taken, Sally Field from Not Without My Daughter. Ooh. Ooh. Not Without Our our Daughters. Taken. <laughs> Taken for Not Without Our Daughters. They team up. Liam Neeson, so Sally Field, save their daughters, other, other people's daughters. They meet in like a our support daughter, group for people so we don't who have keep to, having their things taken from them. So we don't. <laughs> Are you ta- Wait, what? They meet in a support group for people who keep having their things taken from them. So you're taking it in like a like a satirical, like funny place. I'm being serious, Chrissy. <laughs> There's lots of people who need help. Like we were just trying to think of someone, and we only people we could think of were Dog the Bounty Hunter um, <laughs> and the Pawn Stars. <laughs> or the Pawn Stars. But Lee, if Liam Neeson and Sally Field from Not Without My Daughter teamed up, they would be like the ultimate super group for. Getting your family and relatives back if they're taken. Yep. Totally. Totally. Call them up. So what would be your final grade for Taken? I'm really excited about this, by the way. Final grade for Taken. A? I want to see that movie again. A? Yeah. A? Oh, yeah. A minus. Somewhere on there. Okay. Yeah. Well, wait. What were you really excited about? I wanted to be longer. That's the only... I give it an A minus. You just what? said, I'm really excited for this. About my Taken Not Without My Daughter universe, Chrissy. Oh this is genius. Not I can't believe you're not writing this down. I can't believe we didn't team up Taken with Not Without My Daughter. Well, it was a short week. We're working on a short week. We're taping this episode way earlier than usual. Yeah. We're, we're uh, catering to Chrissy's busy schedule. I am very popular. As a globe trotter. <laughs> Me as a Mr. Mommer for several days by myself with a mother-in-law. Crazy kids. I could tell her not to come. You could be on your own. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> Did not say that. Um, but other than that, Chrissy, we have some big news we should drop. We are special. Did you know that? We are. We are. Because our little podcast, 
who um, we've been going for what? Eight years. Eight years. Just like this, we're, we're taking a look back at this marriage that has blossomed, like blossom from blossom. Uh, we are now going to be part of a network. Yay! So with some of our best friends with other movie podcasts, um, we are joining up um, Voltron style um, into the Movie Pod Squad Network. So what does that mean? Don't, not entirely sure yet, but it's <laughs> going to be awesome. Basically, a lot of uh, our friends who we already talked about and uh, you know we're on a, each other's podcasts and talked about movies. We're going to have a website. We're going to probably be crossing over more. We're going to have, um, uh, I don't know, coffee cups made. We're going to have a festival. We're going to um, have a bounce house. <laughs> I don't We're know. Really going for this. It's going to be awesome. That's all I can say. And um, Chrissy's very excited. I just clued her into it today. I was I was like, we're on a network now? Uh, as of now, Chrissy's the only female in this network. So it's kind of like a... Uh, it's an auspicious thing. Exactly. I was like, if this is a um, Ocean's Eleven type situation, you're like the Julia Roberts of, of the group. For letting me into your dude man fat club. <laughs> of the group. Um, but yeah, we're excited to join up with all these podcasts. There's 10 podcasts in the group and you're probably going to hear from it uh, a lot in the future. We're very excited. We're very, very, very excited. Very, 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 very excited. Yes. Chrissy, where can you find us, um, other than moviepodsquad.com with with our fellow movie pod pod squad bros? Where can you find our podcast online and on you, interwebs? You can find us on iTunes. That's probably the easiest way. Is it iTunes or now is it Apple Podcasts, I hear? Oh. I think they're trying to rebrand it. Well, maybe they're trying to confuse me. I mean, that is true. On my own iPhone, I use the podcast um, app from Apple, and that's how I access it. However, when I'm giving the URL to friends, I use the iTunes URL. So uh, that seems to be the easiest way. However, you can also find us on SoundCloud, Podbean, Stitcher. Uh, you can find us on social. We are on Twitter at MovieGeekCast, Facebook at MovieGeekCast, Snapchat at MovieGeekCast, run by our four-year-old daughter. And uh, Justin's not on Instagram, but I am at Chris Winters. Yes, yes. Google Play. Ooh, I love All the app. places that podcasts can be put just, into your just ears. Google. Google our names. Google, Google our names. You'll find Google, us. like I said, Movie kind Pod Squad. Um, if you, if you're, you into, can find us on Vimeo from our old days when we first did the podcast. This is true. <laughs> um, if you're a podcast fan in general, I'll punch in hashtag Pardon Family, and you'll also find a bunch of uh, great podcast friends of ours as well. But other than that, um, that's pretty much it. So, um, alert, alert. Uh, coming up, like I said, we got a lot a lot of fun stuff coming up, including Chrissy's going to see her first Evil Dead. Exciting. We might, I have to talk Chrissy into this apparently now, be going to see the new Alien movie. Don't look at me with that face. Don't look I at me with that face. I can't believe you would co-opt our wedding anniversary for this. Our wedding anniversary is on Monday. I'm talking about Friday. We can do both. We can do both. We have the knowledge to make this happen. To be determined, Justin. To be determined. <sighs> it was a good run, guys. It was a good <laughs> run. Um, 
But yeah, most of all, thanks for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. We um, do this for you. We do this for you. Um, and thank you for being a big part of it. We we we're, we're flabbergasted. We say this all the time that anyone listens to us, but since you do, we try to be as cool as possible. And if you were taken. We would find the people and free you. We would call in terrorist threats to make them close the with, bridges. With Liam Neeson and Sally Field. Yes. Anyway. Yay. Yay. See you next week, guys. Bye-bye.